The views expressed on this program are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of KKNW, its management, or other advertisers. This program is sponsored by West Coast Italian Radio. Today, on the Italian Radio Show, celebrating Tony Bennett's 94th birthday with his secret recipe for lasagna, and a story of Italian immigrants with author John Alessio, plus news, music, and more. All of this coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio. My name is Tony Lestola. I'm your host with the beautiful, the gorgeous that she's still broadcasting out of her bedroom. That's our girl for you, Marcia uh, Caputo. Buon pomeriggio, buon pomeriggio, Tony. Come on out. Got to change the sentence here. We can keep him in the bathroom. I, I, I'm, trying to keep, I'm trying to keep all of our male listeners you know, tuned in here. You know? Right. You <laughs> so what is Marcia wearing today in her bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Marcia? Yeah, good. Doing good. How you doing, Tony? Uh, pretty good. You know, I've been uh, enjoying this beautiful, beautiful summer weather out here, playing a lot of golf, spending time with my grandkids. I got a really great music project coming up with, uh, really? with Fessi Italiana, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But uh, yeah, just uh, just, you know, having a pretty good time. Listen, you and your kids are doing well, you know, we're doing good. Enjoy the summer as much as we can. So we're doing good. No complaining over there. So we well, can... folks, we're broadcasting to you today from the KKNW 11:50 a.m. Hubbard Radio Station. Uh, that's KZ. What, what, what's our what's our call letters out there? Can you give those to us? Where's my guy, Eric? Eric, I'm here. We're KKNW. It's KKNW. Yes. Hubbard Radio 11:50 a.m. Right. Yes. Folks, this is Eric. He's the best engineer around, and he has to suffer through us. He suffered for us for over five years, and he's still here. So, you know, God bless him, you know. I know. So, folks, you can tune and listen to us live if you're in the greater Puget Sound area, or you can uh, call uh, or go or go to our website. Go to our website. If you're out of the area, you can listen to us online anywhere in the world. Not only today's show, but you can hear any of our past broadcasts. And, our, and, and today's show will go into those broadcasts for our archives after we're done today. And that is by going to our website at WCIR.biz. That's West Coast Italian Radio. WCIR.biz. Click on the link at the top of the page, and there you go. If you are listening live to us today and you'd like to be a part of this show, you can call us at our studio line, which is 425-373-5527. 425-373-5527. And now, you know, before uh, before any further ado, I think it's time to do Un Pezzo di Italia in the Northwest, some real-life, real, honest-to-God, true Italian news. I know this stuff is going to sound strange, but when it comes to the news, you know, and if you're talking Italy, the facts are stranger than fiction. So here we go. You want to take the first one there, Marzia? go i'll do the second one that's close to home okay all right i'll take the first one then. okay so here's an italian mother who creates mm-hmm. a wine drinking flip mask which becomes an international sensation this comes to us from the mira newspaper uh as of july 24th 2000 2020 july 24 2020 okay and the headline is the mom jokingly creates a face mask with a wine flap and it's branded the best invention 
ever. And let me tell you, folks, this woman's okay in my book, you know. Right. Okay, Emily Rumboli. She said she wanted to give people a little bit of relief by sharing her joke creation of a face mask made from a baby wipe packet with a flat, providing an easy access to drink wine. Okay. Mm. As of today, the face masks, of course, are now mandatory throughout all of England, where Rumboli lives. And as part of the government, you know, as part of the measures are against the coronavirus. Rumboli got creative in a joking fashion to make a mask of her own. And again, it was hailed as the best invention ever, incorporating this handy little flap in the front that flaps up when you want to drink your wine, okay? How she did it, okay, Rimbali says she attached elastic straps to an empty packet of wet wipes and shared a hilarious video of herself opening the plastic flap on the front and taking a sip of the wine before it closed again. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> I should do that. I mean, you know, for all the drinking I do, you know. Wait, wait, where's she from? Is she from North or she's from the 36 year old? She's from Matera, Italy. Okay, Matera. Where's Matera? That's in the south. Yeah. Yes, it's not in yeah, I'm I'm shocked. Okay, she's from Matera, Italy, uh, but she lives in, in, in England now, and she 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 used packaging from uh some wet wipes called Aldi. She shared her invention on Facebook and it went viral, I guess. Um, one of her viewers says, it's the best invention ever, no joke. Another person said, this is exactly what I need. Best idea out there. So Rabali basically told the Daily Mail, you know, she's not trying to take away the seriousness of the coronavirus, but you know, since everybody's so anxious and having such a hard time with everything, she figured, you know, at least have some fun with it, get people to lighten up a little bit. Um, and so since she saw all these different face mask videos up there, she figured she'd join and do one of her own. So there you go. We got to get a couple of those. I like and, it. You know, are you kidding me? I, we could be drinking, doing the show, the whole thing. Just flip up the flap, you know? Why not? Nobody know that. <laughs> That's so exactly. funny. <laughs> so Italian. All so right. So what do you have for us? It's close to my house. Venice. Reduce Venice. Yes, Venice. Venezia. Yeah, yeah. So this is for the UPI. They just find it like this 22 in July. Um, anyway, Venice reduced gondola capacity due to the heavy tourist. I mean, okay, so, so let, me, let me understand this. Repeat that again. So the Venice reduced the gondola. You know the gondola. The yeah, the gondola. gondola. Okay. The capacity due to heavy uh, tourists. I don't so basically that, you're but... saying that they're not letting as many people get on the gondola because they're all fat. Right, yeah. right. Too many fat people, they can't get in the gondola. All right, let's go on. Well, like if you see it, then you understand why. I make completely sense. All right, all right. Anyway, Venice reduced, like I said, heavy tourists. The city of Venice in Italy is reducing the maximum capacity of gondolas from six people to five. But the reason isn't related to COVID-19. It's nothing to do with COVID-19. It's an issue of tourist weight, like you were no talking way, about. Yeah. But trust me, covid the, knowing the Italians will find some way to make it COVID-19 so they get money out right. of it. But anyway, go on. So Andrea Balbi, the president of Venice Gondola Association, which uh, oversees the city of 433, 433 license. Can you wow, think of that. Before we go on, there's 433 mm -hmm. gondolas operating at any time you know, of the day. In Venice, that's a lot of gondolas. And that doesn't include, there's like another 200 alternate people if like these guys can't, you know, can't give their sick or something, but they're 433 gondolas. Wow. So 
They say that over the last 10 years or so, tourists wait more and rather than having them step on a scale before they get on, yeah, uh, yeah. we are limiting the number. Balbin, the president said, told to CNN. So it makes sense because it's true. During the yeah, years, yeah. we have overweight people. We grow a little more. So it makes sense than, you know. Well, and unfortunately, you know, that's very, very true, especially because, look, there's so many countries in the world, America being one of them, where the people basically live on junk food. That all they eat is junk food. These people wouldn't know a good meal if it came up and it bit them in the foot. And I cleaned that up, okay? So, <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you. Um, so there's so much junk food around the world. Yeah, I can see people getting heavier, fatter, and I feel badly for these people. I mean, you know, but still, you know, healthy eating. The one, you know, that's, so it's not, it's not folks, the Italians that are getting fat. It's all the tourists that come in there from all other parts of the world that are so heavy because of the junk food. Italians eat good that they have to do this. Okay, Let's be on. honest. Uh, last year when I was there, I can see the generation change into in Italy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because we start to love fast food. It's something new it just come out. So you can see already changing a lot. But yeah, anyway, but it's true. Wow. In Venice, you, you don't see Italian get gondola. Maybe you can see one or two people get the gondola because we see all the time. Yeah. But you see a lot of tourists. But um, that's the things that we're talking about. It. So um, I was thinking, what happened with pregnant women? They count like two, they count like one. What's hey, I know, I know, you know, but, but I mean, you know, obviously, that, you know, that's, uh, I mean, they're even having problems on airplanes now because they have people who get on there who are so heavy because of all the junk food that they can't, you know, the seats are small. They, ca they can't, uh, you know, take up just the one seat. So I know that's a, uh, It's a thing we have to work on all over the world to try to get people to eat better and exercise. But, you know, uh, but go on with it and finish the story there. So nothing. We just read the last the rest to say only that it's dangerous because the boat starts to take a lot of water. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Well, How yeah. Oh, sure. Everything. If you put if you get too much weight on the boat, it's going to start sinking. It doesn't take water mm -hmm. and everybody's going to sink, you know. So that's one thing that they're gonna do: five people, no more of that. And uh, I don't know; they're gonna start but looking at the, the but, weight. But but you have to read the very last line of this. You want me to? Read? Okay. Yeah. So for some country, it's like a bomb loading on, and when the boat is fully loaded, the how I say the who sink and water oh, yeah. enters. So, that's so what we were talking about. In, let me say that. Repeat that in English, so people can understand. <laughs> okay. So what she said is. What happens here is it's like a bomb on this boat. Yes. You put all these people on the boat. They're so heavy that once they all get on, boom, the hole basically starts sinking. The boat right. sinks and takes on water, okay? Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, well, because it says that they're, they literally are taking on half a ton. That's what these five people are weighing. They, they weigh half a ton. If you can think of five people weighing that much, that's how this is out of control, you know? Right. And I know it's an, it's an internet. I mean, they talk about the COVID pandemic, pandemic, right. but this is really an international pandemic of people being overweight. It's caused a lot of health mm -hmm. things, a lot of uh, economic problems for people. So I hope it's Wait. something that this world can get under control, you know? Tony, did you ever went to a gondola? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know? So you know how it moves really no, it's quickly. It's like a it's like a glorified canoe. Come on, I mean you know. Right. So, I mean, you if you're rocking like, the wrong way, you're gonna go into water. You know. The guy stand up there. You have to stand up, hold the balance to you to to get in, and then you have to row. Exactly. It's one person usually. So, like I say, it makes completely sense. You're not to, like really repeating, but it's really scary. So sorry, people. Watch what you eat before you go to gondola. <laughs> 
And on that note, folks, we're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors. We're going to be back celebrating Tony Bennett's 94th birthday with his secret recipe for lasagna. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Isernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy. Based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Ruston Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk 1150. There you go. We uh, we really want to just, you know, give a very very big happy birthday to Tony Bennett. Tony Mr. Tony Bennett who's 94 years old today august 3rd today is his birthday and you know he's still out there singing i mean he doesn't sing as much obviously as he did at one point but he still does a handful of concerts a year i mean god knows he sings with some of the most beautiful women in the world when he does these duet albums uh, and most some of the most talented people in the world and just uh, what a living legend i mean just uh, as an entertainer, as a human being, as an Italian-American, what a living legend this guy is, you know. Uh, and, of course, uh, there you heard his first big hit made, geez, I mean, it must have been made close to 70 years ago that made him famous, San Francisco. I mean, think about it. He's been like 70-some years that, that that he has been out there singing and been famous. Just, uh, It's unbelievable, isn't it? It is 94 years old. I'm 94 the- years Ooh, old. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we we wanted to do something special since uh, this is our food and beverage segment. And um, it's, you know, it's sponsored by Tito's Vodka. Tito's does so many wonderful things to help our community uh, and to, to take care of so many great charitable causes, people. Next time you're uh, listening to a Tony Bennett album, you know, pour yourself a nice summer spritz made with some Tito's and uh, you're not going to be sorry because it has the one of the best vodkas in the world with a very unique flavor. So uh, in honor of Tony Bennett's birthday, we figured let's let's look at what what his most is. What if his famous 
his one of his favorite one of his favorite recipes. Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, so you know I was researching this. Tony Bennett loved his mother's lasagna to this day. You know, when he's going to make lasagna, he has a secret recipe for his mother's lasagna that was one of his all-time favorite Italian foods, okay? And as in as Tony's own words, and I'm going to read this, it says, this, this lasagna is so special to me. Whenever I eat it, it brings me back to being at home with my mom in Queens, surrounded by my family. What is her secret ingredient? A dash, a dash of cinnamon, a dash of cinnamon. All right. So here's the recipe by Tony Bennett's mother, Anna Benedetto. Okay. It's because, you know, Tony Bennett's real name was Antonio Benedetto. So he changed mm -hmm. it short enough to Tony Bennett. So Anna Benedetto, this is a serving that uh, takes about an hour and a half to make this and serves 10 to 12 people. She, you know, she has the regular ingredients that most of us all use with our lasagna, you know, ground beef, onions, uh, Italian sausages, uh, garlic cloves, Italian plum tomatoes, Italian tomato puree, Italian tomato paste, uh, fresh basil leaves, of course, lasagna noodles, three large eggs, and then the cheese, fresh ricotta cheese, and some pecorino and romano grated, right? Mm -hmm. Um but her secret recipe is she puts in a quarter teaspoon of ground cinnamon into her mix, which is supposed to give it a nice flavor. In the salsa you're talking and, about. Yeah, yeah, in the sauce. So basically, mm -hmm. you know, um, like we, uh, we've, we've, we all know, those of us who make lasagna, you, first of all, you got to bring your, your noodles to a boil. And while your noodles are boiling, you know, then over in another large pot on the side, you're cooking up your meat. You're getting it nice and tender. You're draining out all of the uh, the fat out of it, okay? And then, you know, you're going to add in to your sausage, your garlic. You're going to add in um, your, your, your different things like your tomato, your curry. Uh, at the very end, though, she says she stirs in her basil and her cinema, her basil and her cinnamon. Um, of course, she has the uh, onions, tested with about so much salt and pepper. See how much it is, okay? So no. basically... One second. Let me repeat because you sound like you put the salsa and then you put the onion. Well, yeah. in the well, you cook the salsa with all that. So yeah, her first thing is she she, she browns the meat. Garlic. Right. After she drains the meat, she adds the cloves of garlic. She browns the garlic. Uh -huh. After that, she adds in you know all the different tomatoes and tomato puree, tomato sauce, and so on. Right. Add in her onions. Uh, and her other things gets gets the sauce to thicken a little bit, seasons a little salt, pepper, and then adds before the sauce is finished, her a quarter teaspoon of cinnamon. Okay, and you know boils it all together so it's nice a nice you know nice thick uh, combination of the sauce with your meat there. Okay, right. Uh, of course, when they uh, get the the noodles in your boil, now the noodles you want to boil. Interestingly, again, folks. When they say boil al dente, what they really mean is you got to take them off before they really become al dente. Otherwise, you're going to overcook them. So you take them off, you know, maybe about a minute before they turn al dente. They're still a little rubbery, but that's okay because you're going to cook them some more with lasagna. Okay. So then, of course, uh, you whisk up the eggs on the side, stirring the, your cup, your four cups of ricotta cheese. And then, you know, you start just spreading your lasagna. You have your, your thin layer of sauce in the bottom of the pan. You put in some noodles, you put in some ricotta, another thing of sauce, 
noodles, ricotta, and you keep going up into the top there. When you get to the very top, you sprinkle on the remaining pecorino, and you basically bake it until it's bubbly, about 45 minutes, let it stand 10 minutes, serve it, and eat it. And I got to tell you, you know, sounds like fantastic lasagna. I'm getting hungry. Listen to it. But you know? what the eggs do? That eggs inside too? Apparently, when they do the ricotta cheese, they hmm. mix the cheese with four with uh, their four cups of cheese with three large eggs to, to give it more of a consistency. Wow, I didn't know that too. You see, yeah, that's yeah. not the ingredients that uh, you know. There you go. I know. You know, speaking of what you makes a great lasagna is Rick uh, from uh, Rick Reagan from Montalcino's makes a fantastic lasagna. Um, you know, one of the best I've ever had as well. So it's another nice thing about, uh, you know, being part of that restaurant. They're getting to taste his lasagna and his specialty dishes from time to time. Thank you very much for uh, that recipe, Mr. Tony Bennett. Happy birthday. And now speaking of other great artists, um, you you got a, a very unique group here for our Artist of the right. Week brought to us from Italy. Okay. This uh, segment is sponsored by Mickey Spa Salon down at the Tacoma Waterfront. Mickey does a great job with uh, doing any of your hair needs and has some fantastic products. Make sure you check her site out at MickeySpaSalon.com. And um, the, the, so this group is called Giornalistis, yes? The Giornalisti. Mm -hmm. Well, in English, the Giornalisti, but technically Giornalisti. Okay. Yes. Well, the group is, if you have to Google it, you got to put it at the, the journalist. Or you know, find them. And by the way, I, a friend of mine in Italy, when they were telling me to watch, um, an Italian friend, she was telling me to watch this movie they have in net, on Netflix. So if you go in Netflix, you can make a, um, a program, a set for you just in Italian. And they have a lot of Italian movie. So they have this movie, they call Sotto il Sole di Rimini. And uh, under the sun of what? Not the sole di Riccione, no Rimini. Sorry. Under the sun of Riccione. So Riccione yeah. must be a city, right? I say Rimini because it's the city of Riccione. Oh, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Okay. And uh, it's beautiful, by the way. I used to go there all the time. It is fun what you see in the movie. Every year we used to go there, and so much you meet people, you see them every year. Well, so let's hear that first song. Let's hear that. Uh, go, go ahead and play us, uh, Eric, their first uh, clip of the that song there. A riccione by the giornalisti. Now that's a really, really cool song. It's kind of like a little bit of a, has some funk in it. It has, um, you know, uh, some kind of Calypso Latin stuff going. It right. sounds like a lot of fun. So, that's the thing. Listen, if you look for the movie, look for the movie, Sotto Soli di Riccione, you're going to hear a lot of music of him. That's how I find him. Because I yeah. start to Google it and I find all the music is beautiful. So tell us where Riccione is. Riccione is by Rimini, Ancona. It's uh, like um, Emilia Romagna. Emilia Romagna okay. is the region. Okay. So it's in northern Italy. Yes. And yeah. it's the, by the Ad uh, Adriatic Sea. Adriatic Sea, yeah. Beautiful, full of sand over there. It's gorgeous. It's so much fun. I mean, Rimini, Riccione is known for a lot of famous people go there. It's like That's fantastic. Well, it says this indie pop group they formed in 2009 in Rome. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a couple of albums out that did very, very well. 2014, right. 2016. Had, they uh, did a world tour that was sold out almost every single day. 
mm-hmm. and they're inspired by some of the classic Italian pop songwriters of the 80s, people like Antonello mm-hmm. Venditti. We've mm-hmm. had his music on the show. Right. And uh, basically, they released their last album, but then they hear that they broke up in 2019. Yeah. Okay. But right. definitely, I, I I will check out that movie on Netflix. It has their music in it called Sotto il Sole di Riccione. If under you want to learn Italian, the sun the of Riccione. Uh, Eric, to take us into our next commercial break, let's play a little bit of their next hit, Fine dell'estate, or The End of Summer. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Isernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, She's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Be sure to support the sponsors of your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. And we are back with West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show. You know, this is always really exciting when we meet uh, a, a great Italian author who writes about our heritage, who writes about, you know, the journey of our people coming from Italy and, you know, migrating to America or to other parts of the world. We are so fortunate today to have with us John Alessio. And John wrote a book called With Tears and Laughter, An Immigrant Voyage. Welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, John. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be with you. 
So now, John, I understand that you, your family, of course, is Italian American. Where, where uh, are, does your family come from in Italy? Well, my parents grew up in Calabria, and um, they grew up in the mountains of. Oh, Calabria. they did. Little town called Canelo, which is the which is the basis for the starting of the book. Ah, ah. So this, in a way, is their story. It's their story of coming to America. Well, it is actually a, a story based on their experiences and some of the stories they told me. Gotcha. So that's pretty much uh, the way this, the, the book evolved uh, out of a, 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 a lot of knowledge about what their experiences were like and the historical events surrounding those experiences. So, um, so it is an historical fiction book. Well, that's fantastic. So now tell me, when did your fam- when did your parents come here? My father came in 1912, and uh, he You don't look look that old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was the last last born uh, family, so so that uh, my father was actually old enough to be my grandfather, I guess. Wow, wow. um, But anyway, he came in 1912, and and, uh, my mother was his second wife, and so uh, she came in 1929. uh, Gotcha. Years, yeah. So that it sounds like, so how many brothers and sisters do you have? Well, that part uh, I built into the book, and that's, you know, the number is 15, and that's actually. Whoa, a good Italian family. <laughs> it's a truly big Italian family. Uh, and I, you know, I have 60 nieces and nephews, and probably, I don't know, by this time, a thousand great nieces and nephews. I'm not even sure, but. Uh, in any event, it's a huge Italian family. Yeah, oh, that's wonderful. So when they came here, did they come directly? Like my my, my uh, relatives uh, from Calabria, my mother's side, came over here in about 1905. But they came through Ellis Island and settled in New York. So when your family came, where did they go? They came through Ellis Island. Yeah, and, and probably had the same kinds of experiences that your your grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, uh, and that's you know that's. Partly described in the book uh, because um, uh, there was, you know, not a lot of care given to these people. And, of course, there were a lot of them coming at the time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, nevertheless, it was a pretty rough experience. Well, so now tell us, uh, was this your first book you wrote? No, I've, I've written two academic books. I have ah. background, and, and I, I've always wanted to write a novel. You know, so, so your background that comes I've from a lot of scientific journal articles, and I've written two academic book research books. Fantastic! And what what type I of research? Of, I, I got tired of that, Tony. So when I retired, I said, "I'm going to write." <laughs> with <laughs> it sounds like me when I retired. I said, "I'm going to play music and sing, and I'm not going to do anything anymore that makes me stressed out." You know, I get stressed out. I'm done. <laughs> there you go. Bravo! Bravo! Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let me just read a little excerpt here. It says an 18 year old Lorenzo Adamani works his way down mm-hmm. the uh, Aspromonte mountainside toward the coastline town of Gioia Taura. He is carrying a small hemp sack over his shoulder, a sack containing everything he owns. He is on his way to America, escaping the extreme hardship and poverty of the oppressed Italian South. Responding to American corporate labor recruiters, he does not know what to expect, but is hopeful of a better life, a life that will enable him to support his mother and siblings left behind in Calabria. 
What a great story it sounds like already, you know? Tony, let me tell you, I've been reading this book and I fall in love. I mean, it's yeah. so much to see because it talk how they arrive, how, what they feel, what they pass, and then they see the future, what happened to him with his family. So it's, I can't say too much because you got to read it. Well, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm I looking forward you, to it. I was almost done, but my kids... They stole the book and then fell in love with this book. So it's anything you want. That's because, great. You know why? Because my kids remember the story of my mom. My grandpa came That's to stay, but he oh. never got back in Italy. That's one yeah. story too. So my grand-grandma, she was alone, left with my grandma at that time, you know, with a little one. Uh, but he never got back because he was he left from Calabria because my town and my mom is from Cosenza, the city. Right, right. And yeah. uh, that's what happened. So it made me goosebumps just to read this book because to hear the story and then read it, it's completely different. It's like, yes, it's, it is true, you know? And I don't, I don't know how to say. So I recommend really for a lot of people to want to feel like home, your history, your story, just read it. And so what, 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 what inspired you to, to after all the years, write the book? I mean, this is a, sounds like a story that you had, were holding inside of you for right. like, you know, the better part of 50 years, you know? Well, it, it was, it has been actually. And of course, my, my family, my own family life and my work and my education, everything, you know, kind of got in the way of this. But it's something I have wanted to do all my life. It's write this book. And so uh, when I, you know, even before I retired, I started spending a lot of time in Italy, in Calabria. Yeah, yeah. Traveling around Calabria. And actually, we have a place there. And Did you hook up with some of your relatives there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have cousins there and I've interviewed them. And some of the things in the book are based on some of those interviews oh. and of the characteristics of some of my parents' siblings. Um, so some of the, the, the characteristics and behavior patterns and problems that they had are actually based on real, real accounts of real events that occurred uh, back when. And, uh, and that's information that I attained, you know, just through my travels through Italy, meeting with my cousins and interviewing them and so on. So, so when you, when you came through Ellis Island, your family, um, did they, did they just head West automatically or did they settle somewhere else? How did you wind up here in Seattle? Well, I, I grew up, actually, my father was recruited into New York city to work mm -hmm. on. And, um, and then he got into some trouble um, because he, Italian. It's he not was, you know, you know, Calabrese, they don't, they don't like oh, yes. That's spicy. And so he it was like the story of my life. He was mainly concerned about how other people were being mistreated, too. You yeah, know, yeah. Defended this this rather weak fellow who was being abused and and got in some trouble. And as a result of that, had to flee. And uh, so he ended up hiding and, and then getting a, getting a job as a, a chef's assistant in New York City. Um, and then he got in some trouble again. But in any event, uh, he ended up traveling through the South. And then um, he had a brother in the coal mines in Pennsylvania who arrived in the same way he arrived with the, with the uh, railroad uh, as, a, as sort of an you know, indentured servant. And yeah, so yeah. He, he, after having a very bad experience in the South with you know, the, the way black people were being treated and so forth, it, you know, keep in mind this was you know, 19... 19, 19 teens, early 1920s. Oh, yeah, well, they mistreated Italians back in those days in the same Absolutely. way. Absolutely, you know? yeah. yeah. And, and that's built into there as well as, you know, the, the hangings in New, in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. 
So anyway, he ended up in Pittsburgh or near Pittsburgh in uh, the Pittsburgh area as a coal miner. And so I grew up in Pennsylvania and then I got a job out in the Midwest in, in Minnesota. And then after I retired, I moved out here, which is the where my wife, where my wife grew up. She grew up in Tacoma. Uh, gotcha. And now you're in the Stillicum area, which I know is down there, not far from DuPont, where uh, Marcy is. Mm -hmm. So we all got to get together. That's some great restaurants down in Olympia. They have Bas okay. You've been to Basilico? We, we all oh, should yeah. go to Basilico, you know, see John Paolo, you know, that'd be kind of fun, you know. Um, and there's a great golf course Mark, down there, yeah. buddy of mine owns. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll, get to, we'll have to get together as soon as we can be, you know, confident that we won't get. Exactly. So let's tell people here they, how they can get your book. What is the book is called again um, with tears and laughter with tears and, and laughter the, and immigrant voyage. Okay. By John Alessio. Now, John, what, how, how can people get your book? Well, this book was just published this late this spring and there's uh, two ways you can, you can get it. You can go directly to Barnes and Noble. It's, it's published by Barnes and Noble press. So you can go to barnesandnoble.com and I, it's available both as a print copy and an ebook. E or you can go to my website, www.john-c-alessio.com. And there I have the information about me and all my books. And there's a one button press that you can get to to access those books. So well, that's fantastic. Yeah, so now so you, have, you, you have another project cool. on the horizons. Yeah. You, you, have, you have another book, another project on the horizon you're working on? I do actually. <laughs> you, you, hold, you brace yourself. I'm writing a book about baseball. Baseball, yeah, of course. Baseball. Well, great, so hey, many Italian, and right? so many great Italian baseball players. Absolutely. Look at you know Yogi Berra, Joe DiMaggio. Come on, you know. You got oh, it. You got it. So I'm writing a book about baseball. So that hopefully will be coming out in a couple of years, probably. That's you know, and that's I, I really appreciate that. I know not to take away from uh, you know my my friends out here in the Pacific Northwest, but being that I'm from the East Coast, also you know people out here don't understand baseball. I mean, like we do. It's just as like you know, if you no, come from the absolutely. Midwest or the East Coast, you get it. Okay, mm -hmm. out here it's all football, and I love football too. But baseball is the American sport, and there's so many great Italian American players. Mm -hmm. That book I'm looking forward to as well. When you get ready to release that, John, I want you to promise me you're going to come back on the show and be our guest again, okay? You got it, Tony. Will do. Okay. All right, folks, make sure you go and check out this book at Barnes & Noble, which is With Tears and Laughter, An Immigrant Voyage. You can go to, right on online at barnesandnoble.com, or you can you can Google John Alessio, A-L-E-S-S-I-O. Go to his website, get it right there. John, thanks so much for being a part of Thank West Coast Italian Radio. Thank you so much. Mark and folks, we'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. 
Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Coast, Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy, based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Ruston Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. And now, folks, we're going to hear the song of the week brought to you by Tony Listel and the Goombas, the West Coast Italian radio house band, a little bit of Beyond the Sea from Festa Italiana. So I tell you what, you know that we had so much fun uh, making that recording and doing that show. Uh, that's that you know Tony Liston, the Goombas, and uh, one of the things I really got to tell you that I miss this year, Marzia, is playing all of the great Italian summer festivals, the great music festivals, just yeah. all of the festivals. We start playing these festivals about the beginning of June and we play them till, you know, the middle, really to the end of September. And there's just been nothing. There's been nothing. So, um, you know, uh, that was uh, one of the recordings we did at one of the festivals uh, a few years back. The one thing I will say, however, and I said this at the start of our show, is we're going to be very, very, very pleased that we have been hired to play for Festa Italiana in Seattle this year. And even though it's not going to be a live festival, we're going to go into the recording studio next week. We're recording a bunch of music for Festa, a bunch of songs. We're bringing in some great, great Italian artists who are going to perform with us, recording, recording the whole thing in the Seattle Opera House it's going to be filmed, it's going to be recorded, and then they're going to edit it all together with a bunch of footage that West Coast Italian Radio is donating of a past fest. Remember we took all that footage a couple of years ago, Marcia, of Fest Italiana, we right. walked all around. So mm-hmm. we're going to donate all that footage to Festa this year for, for them to use. And it's going to be a beautiful online virtual um, festival. You know, it's going to be about an hour long. It's going to be aired on some local uh, you know, satellite TV stations. It's going to be on um, on YouTube. We'll promote it a lot on social media, on the radio show here. And so hopefully, you know, this will be something a lot of people will see and will be able to enjoy. And at least, at least we'll be able to play one time this summer, you know, kind of our music, uh, you know, for the, uh, for the people get out there and play for everybody, you know? So, but it really has been, I don't know, very discouraging for a lot of artists, a lot of musicians not to be able to play over the summer months, you know? I know, I know. It's a lot of things. I mean, a lot of people really complain about that too, too. They're going to miss that. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is this year. We got to stay positive and move on. See what else. Well, and speaking of the summer months and staying positive, you know, um, in Italy, I hear 
that the beaches are going rampant. I mean, you know, the beaches are wide open. They got thousands and thousands of people going to beaches. In fact, as we said last week, a lot of this news from Italy of the coronavirus being so bad, we found out from our own reporters there, it was all just made up stuff, made up by the Italian government, made up by the mainstream media, and it was all a scheme by the Italian medical organizations to get a lot of money out of the government by saying they had all these these cases, all these coronavirus deaths, and it simply wasn't happening, okay? And we have our own reporters who covered this, and they tell us there's 150,000 tourists, tourists, right. as we speak today, that are going throughout Italy and all the beaches. No one's getting sick. No one's coming down with a virus. So, you know, figure it out. If that's happening over there, well, you know, I don't want to point fingers at what's happening over here, but, you know, you can do the math. So if you're going to go to the beach in Italy this year, there's some very important words and phrases that our dear Marzia has put together. You know, she's really, she spends half of her summer on the beach. You know, yeah, I can hardly I get her dressed to come to the studio. Right. She just yeah. wants to wear bang suit the whole summer, lay on the beach. Okay, so, so here are your frasi italiane for the beach. Okay, so there's some phrases that you can hear from friends pick each other, okay? Se bianca come una mozzarella. So that to me would be, you are white like mozzarella, like mozzarella, like the yes. white mozzarella cheese, right? Yes, yes, yes. So this yes. is actually a phrase they use, right? Yeah, to make fun of you. They use so somebody comes up and you're like, not, I don't know, like my wife, for instance, my wife, um, you know, loves being outdoors, but she has an Irish, that really mm -hmm. light Irish skin. And so she just sunburns. And so she, you know, when she goes out, she looks like she's white. So, you know. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, All see, right. Um, or the other way around, sei diventato un peperone. So it means you are diverting yourself like a pepperoni or you are red. Is that red? You say red? I thought red was rosso. Well, it didn't say rosso, but say sei diventato un peperone, you know the peppers is red. So you're like so you're like a pepper is what they're saying, mm -hmm. you like know. A, yes. uh, you're similar to a pepper, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's I guess the other way. If you've been on the beach too long like me, I go golfing all the time, I get like red, you know. So yeah, yeah, I understand that. Okay. And the last oh, one, the last one, I preso la bronzatura da muratore. Now this is a very interesting phrase which means you basically have a tan like a farmer. But you have a tan like a farmer? Right, yeah. If you translate it right, muratore is a contractor thing. It can really, doesn't make any sense. No, but what, it but, does make sense to me. So when I was a kid, when I was a kid, my mm -hmm. father's family owned a lot of farms in, in Pennsylvania we, where we would go work as teenagers. You know, we'd go bale hay, milk the cows. This is how we made our money, you know, back for school, right. go work these farms. And I remember, because you're working all day long in that hot sun, bailing hay, you would come and you would be brown. I mean, you would be like, 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 like brown, like a tree brown. You would be so mm -hmm. brown at the end of the summer. So I understand what they mean because you're out there working. You get these really right. uh, heavy tans, you know? And usually this type of tan is like you have around the neck, arms, and the rest you're white. 
Yeah, kind of like uh, Mario in that game. What's that game the kids play with Mario? The 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 guy who goes around. I, yeah, you know what I'm talking about the video yeah, you game. Understand you know? that. So that is all right, folks. Well, before we end today's show, we want to tell you about a great new program that Marcy and I are producing. Okay, it's called Italian Radio After Hours or Radio Italiano Lucerose. It's going to be coming by the end of the summer. We're going to have some of it produced, start mm-hmm. releasing it. Going to be available by subscription only for people of 18 years or older. And all you got to do is go to our website, WCIR.biz. You can sign up for it right there. And we'll tell you when the signups are going to start. We're planning on trying to get this released by September. Uh, We've already recorded a show. We're going to be recording some more. But basically, it's kind of the version of our show here that's a little more racy, let's just say. We uh, call a spade a spade. Since it's a thing that's available only on the internet, mm-hmm. we don't have the FCC breathing down our throat that we got to watch every word we say, so we don't watch every word we say. If it smells like it, if it sounds like it, we call it what it is, okay? But we talk about everything there from current affairs, current issues, to just totally obscure, nonsensical things. It's a lot of fun. We'll have this podcast starting by the end of the summer uh, again. Radio Italiano Lucerose, Italian Radio After Hours. You're not going to want to miss this. Available by by subscription only. More information coming. You'll be able to sign up soon on the WCIR.biz website. And we appreciate so much all of our sponsors who have sponsored our show here. Uh, and also all of our great listeners, both those of you who listen live. And we have 50, 60,000 people who listen to us on the uh, Internet all around the world. God bless you all. Until next week, a salute, eh? Ciao a tutti.